Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Cables Crusaders. My name is David Barry at DRBarry on varying social media platforms. Joining me to my left, not here, but over here, we have... Amy Nunag, and you can find me at IJNewRobot on varying social platforms of media extensions and such. They, I, they're dot coms and applications. I don't know. Those were all words. I'm grasping it at straws in the air for internet terms because I can't handle this. But down in the box, between us both, betwixt us? Betwixt us. Trying to figure out how to start a Kickstarter for his Make a Steve Shazam run. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Yay! Yeah, well, so you basically you're, you're going to pay them to cast you. Yes. All right. Well, that actually yeah. could work. Hopefully, that goes well for you. Hey, I have candy. Yes. We have opt. If anything, the Crusaders yeah. bring to the table. We bring comics knowledge, optimism, and candy. Okay. Yeah, those three. So, things. I need this mostly. C O C. Make Steve Shazam. C O C. Comics, optimism, and candy. candy. Don't like- say that word. <laughs> and, and we need a Kickstarter. So that's okay. you can say. You can say it with your. Oh uh, no. You could say it with your your accent. Oh, don't, I don't know don't if I can say that. it now. No. So, <laughs> on this episode, we are going to be talking about a uh, a wonderful uh, book that we all just read as a team. We haven't done a book review, a group book review, in a very long time, and this, this one was is the chosen. First one I get to do. This is the first one you've ever <gasps> done. We get to uh, oh, pick uh, re- review a book that was picked by none other than our own. Uh, Master of the Ones and Twos. Master of the Onesies and the Twosies, and that is Lucius. Curtis Fisher at Calm Down Warning at Existential Romeo. And his book of choice, which is a great book, was volume one of The Black Monday Murders Mm -hmm. by Jonathan Hickman. So good. So good. Uh, So, right off the bat, initial reactions. I know, Amy, you've read ahead. I have only read the first volume, and Steve's, I believe you've only read the first volume, correct? Correct. So initial reactions yes. is Steve's. How do you feel about it so far? Oh, <laughs> um, I, I've said before. It reminds me. I'm not. I'm loving it. I don't want to go too far yet until Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. we get to the. To, I'm loving before it. Yeah. You did it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. Uh, I got a toast of Hick, taste of Hickman in East of West, mm. and now with this. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Jonathan Hickman is money, baby. He is mm-hmm. money, the best baby. in the industry currently. Uh, he, the writing I'm enjoying right now, we got Tom King, Scott Snyder. Remind me who's writing Evil Cap. Do we know that one? Um, As Nick Spencer. I Nick Spencer. Those guys are amazing right now. Hickman leads that pack. In my opinion, yeah, nice. Hickman amongst the the current writers, he is just the top, the cream of the crop. Totally and, great, and, and not and it's not cream even the crop. it's not even to say anybody else is doing a bad job. He's just oh no, the best. Mm-hmm. So Amy, uh, not talking about the extra stuff you've read, <gasps> just talking about Volume One. Initial reactions. How do you feel about it? <laughs> All right, good, good enough. I'll take that as an answer. I think the quotes for Amy and myself are the same. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, 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 uh. So you're like, well, I I have loved Jonathan Hickman for years. Um, and Jonathan years. Hickman and years. 
Uh, I first introduced to him, of course, in East of West. Uh, I then went back and tracked down his earlier works um, because he is just the best. So right off the gate, uh, what I wanted to discuss was the um, the the style of this book. So we know that Jonathan Hickman has had experience uh, working for Marvel, working for the fa- doing the Fantastic Four, doing the Avengers, um, and then he's also had a lot of independent success, a lot of stuff with Image Comics, um, put out under his own under his own banner. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, what I want to talk about is the comparison between Black Monday Murder and two books that is uh, Pax Romana or Romana, depending on who you are. I say Romana. And the Nightly News, um, two independent works by Jonathan Hickman. Um, both of those actually written, inked, drawn, lettered, penciled, everything by Hickman. Hickman is wow. he, he's the whole package. It. If he wants to, he can create a book all on his own. He doesn't need anybody else. He is the equivalent of a triple threat in Hollywood. Like he you, Steve. A triple threat. Aww. Like the Azorian one. Hashtag make a Steve Shazam. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I like to describe the style of Pax Romana and, and Nightly News as, as an avant-garde yeah, comic style. Yeah, you dig that? That, mm. is, my, that is my big nice. word, big, big word phrase. Big word than Because he pushes the envelope, he changes the way um, comics are formatted. Um, and I was actually talking to Curtis about this. He he liked to uh, use the, the, the speech bubbles first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then around that space, he would see what he wanted to put in as far as the characters and the panels go. A lot of panels blending together, uh, scenes occurring outside of panels, a lot of a different type of structure, a lot of like facts and figures and charts. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. And Black Monday Murder, he, he blended no. in that style really well, along with the traditional, you know, sticking to normal panels and telling your story, um, which I really appreciate uh, as far as... You know that that difference between his avant-garde, independent style and his crazy or his traditional, like you know, Avengers, fan, Fantastic Four mm-hmm. style. Um, so right off the bat, favorite panels. I know because we got we've picked out a couple. Uh, Amy, if you're oh, sorry. if you're capable, <laughs> something in my eyes suddenly and it really hurts. No, uh, Steve's. How about you go then? Huh. Steve's, give us your favorite panels from Volume One. Uh, yeah. So I remember Curtis sharing with me a panel from the story. I had talked to him about stories I was trying to write involving Selwyn, mm-hmm. spelled Sam um, and my love for the movie Seven. And he shares the panel with me, and I loved it. And as I started reading this, it's the mixture of the history into this fictional story. Because from what I've read about Selwyn, that's in there. And it's the seg- it's the panel I sent where Detective uh, Dumas mm-hmm. is talking to the professor, and the professor is breaking all this down using this historical fact, which Hickman has researched. So he he's using actual uh, actual symbols that are out there and building his story off of it. And it's that type of stuff I enjoy so much. I mean, you know, even when it's popcorn movie like National Treasure, there's still historical stuff that actually happened that they're using to build their story. I like when it's done entertainingly. This was seven in comic form, and it goes even further than seven did. And so the panel I shared was just the professor breaking this down and the professor getting, you know, intrigued about where he's going. Uh, It was 
just that one panel explained what I loved so much about this. Are you, is that the Are You a Believer panel? Yes. Nice. Yeah. I really like that page. It's really good. Amy. Yes. What, what about you? What do you What do you feel? Favorite Favorite panel? Favorite scene? Favorite page? Well, the first one that came to mind, the panel is not in the first volume, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, it's literally in the issue afterwards, and I brought it up to it. yeah, I, know, I brought it up to Kurt because I liked it, and it was there was a Harry Potter reference which you will appreciate. Oh, dang. Hence, I can't make it. Um, I also was a bad egg and didn't give uh, images, so we're going to be descriptive. Um, but I also like the first time that we, or the, I guess it would be the second time that we meet, um, Gregoria and her name is Abby. Um, but she's the familiar and they're just sit- she's sitting there with the sunglasses and just, um, the board has asked her to come back. What is that still in the book? I hope that's still in part of the book. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Oh gosh. This is really bad. I read it. It was already. Okay, I really like it because um, it felt it felt very east of west, but it also made me think of um, Lucifer in um, in the Wicked and the Divine. It felt very held together, and you could feel the tension in the panel, which it was just so palpable. And I can't help myself when the story translates to the medium that well that I am literally salivating at the concept of being in this room with these people and it's not just the power it's the manifestation of everything on top of them and all the weight and it's just so good oh jeez. yeah story did some things to amy um <laughs> a little so uh i realized that mistakenly uh didn't really break down the story that actually oh no we didn't oh Black my gosh Murder, which was totally my bad uh but real quick before i do my favorite uh my favorite panel is basically give you a quick rundown the black monday murders basically follows um the some of the oldest banks and their representatives uh in the world um and how they've maintained their control their power of not just finances um but of uh entire nations um and that is through the, the oldest transaction, the original transaction, is that is a transaction of blood. Um, it translates now to finances, to money, um, but blood is always kind of at the center. Uh, and it, the story centers around uh, the board of um, one of the larger, uh, larger banks, um, one of its representatives being killed, uh, and the detective who now has to investigate it while simultaneously dealing with learning the inner workings of so much more about the financial institutions than we ever thought possible, um, which blends right into my favorite panels. Um, the first of which was the first time uh, the detective discovers the crime scene where the individual of the board, um, Daniel Rothschild, was murdered. Um, so he was murdered in a very grotesque fashion. He was then uh, posthumously um, basically tied to the ceiling uh, and at first just looks like a bloody mess. Um, but the detective does determine that it's actually uh, he's a clock. Mm-hmm. He his the way his hands are held um, and what he's pointing towards um, a certain number of items, candles, glasses, books. Um, he basically determines that as he puts it, uh, we're here too early. Um, that's what he's telling us. He's telling us that we're here too early and he needs to come back at a later time uh, in order to see something. Um, and that's something that does end up being a message that takes the detective down quite the rabbit's hole. Uh, the other. Indeed. Uh, panels that I really enjoyed. One were as um, 
Oh, and I just forgot his name because he's uh, the the Russian guy. Uh, Alexei or Victor? I can't remember. Oh no, the one Victor, who did. Vic- yeah, yeah, Victor. Victor. Yeah. Uh, because Victor. he uh, he has a scene where he's basically explaining to this class. Um, right at the beginning. Yeah, where he's explaining finances, but he goes kind of in a little more depth about how it's not really about just about finances. It's about this power. It's about this control. It's about not letting the paltry laws of man uh, hold, hold, down, hold sway yeah. over you. And so he's basically explaining um, this premise that comes up later in the book. Uh, and the line he says is... Um, one, two. Uh, yes, uh, the one you started with, the one you're paying for, and the one for profit. As he has these three quarters. Uh, the one for profit. Yeah, there you go. And that good, that good <laughs> accent. That the you one you with. started with. Yes. Um, one for profit. Yeah. So it, it just it it's so powerful in what it, the way it explains everything else that's going to come on down the line, um, and it kind of gives you an introduction to the uh, the mysticism and this idea that it's not just about money. Um, and in, in, in vain with the Steves, my last, uh, the last panel that I really enjoyed, it wasn't actually a panel at all. It was a page of text because I love transcripts. when Hickman does this. Uh, it's not the transcripts. The transcripts were great. Transcripts were amazing. But mine was actually a page where it basically referred to all of the, uh, the stock market dips and crashes all occurring yeah. in October. Um, yes. And then it explains. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, I've always pronounced it Samhain, but you're saying it's Sawain? It's in the old Celtic. It's pronounced Sawin. Ah, Sawin. Oh, yes. Didn't you do a video on that? So as uh, I did uh, last beca- year, because mm. M and M and H makes the W sound. Um, exactly. Apparently in Celtic. And uh, Sam High's Gamgee. He's one of my favorite hobbits. Sam High. Um, so the, it, it explains um, all the stock market crashes and dips, and then explains what Sawin is, and basically then noting the fact that after the Sawin. Uh, there has never been the market is always up after it's always that. opened yep. up um, basically right. referring to that it there is a mass culling of a sacrifice of blood trade in order to um return the finances to a stable uh, playing field in order to uh return to give that exchange of power to these individuals um and that deal is with none other than the god of mammon Just uh so it's it's so beautifully done in so many ways. It's not grotesque. It's not. It's, it's, it doesn't feel grotesque. That's no, the best part. It's, it's so, it's meaty. It's visceral. Yes. And it, it, but it does, it does what Jonathan Hickman does so well is he blends not just comics, not just panels, but he blends in facts, figures, text, charts, uh, maps, um, maps and uh, uh, transcripts. transcripts, transcripts of conversations. And, but there's information redacted from it and the words that are still, uh, visible end up giving you this whole other story within them it's just it's freaking amazing and that that's what i was enjoying so much as well Uh, for an example michael Crichton wrote a book called next and he talks about how aside from the copywriting of genes that companies are doing he talks about the next step in evolution for animals and he brings up this um african gray that has a conversation with the main character. You ask it a question, it answers the question. At the end of that chapter, there's an actual article from the news that says within 15 years, African greys will be so evolved, you will have a conversation with them. You'll ask an African grey, how are you? It'll answer, I'm fine, how are you doing? Not just repeat you. 
And so when it came to that point with Samhain, the actual holiday of Samhain was the harvest where they, they, it was the harvest time. They slaughtered their cattle. They would then sacrifice it to, to the, the, the Celtic gods. And it was during that time when the layer between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. And so Hickman uses that and builds that blood sacrifice in his story and runs with it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's so well done. The other thing yeah. I really I really appreciate it is the farther up you get, because it is a bi-monthly, so you're going to have to wait, um, which I'm, mind you, I rushed to get ahead, and there's going to be a lot of spaces where um, older folklore is brought in, mm. and it just whets your appetite. Mm. Um, one other thing I really appreciate about this book, um, I know, Steve, you talked about, tying in and doing the research, the entire vein of the story came from a quote from Winston Churchill um, because when the stock market crashed, he was actually in New York and witnessed bankers oh, being, yeah. and as he, as he said, it were thrown from their windows. Mm-hmm. They did not jump. And so it's led to this whole entire conspiracy theory and Hickman just took it and ran with it. And it's turned into the, just this... I don't think we've said thank you enough to Curtis for recommending this yeah. as a review because it is fantastic. It, it, it is it is a good. <laughs> it is just it is Hickman at his finest. Um, I got worried at first because I'm writing my own, you know, Samhain involved stuff. So when I started, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then as I kept going, I'm like, oh no. Did he beat me to it? <laughs> oh, no. oh, different. It's different. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> so speaking of, of finances and an exchange of, of power and money, um, what we did notice about this book is that it is coming out bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, being the first volume, usually Image Comics, um, when they, the first volumes are $10. Um, and this one... Is not. It is not. It is more like 20 Is it 22 or is it 20 It's 20 It's 20 for the physical copy, uh, and it's only four issues. But but it's so jam packed. It feels oh, yeah. it yeah. It feels like it's so much longer. It it's feels like it's so much more. Two hundred pages. Yeah, because it's oh, it is a book. It feels like it's more because it is more. Um, and the other mm-hmm. thing, we actually had this conversation with uh, with a friend of the show, Nick Dragata. We did. Hey, Nick. Uh, so he was actually <laughs> talking about how basically Hickman talked to retailers, Hickman talked to um, publishers, and basically determined that his name. It, it holds value. People want his books. This is not him trying to be grabbing for money. This is not him trying to say, oh, I'm more important than I am. He basically, he wants to make sure that the the value of his books is reflected in the value mm-hmm. uh, of the, you know, of the, the quality of the product. Um, so I feel like no one batted an eye at paying 20 no. for this book. This Like when you look at it, you're like, yes, this is, this is a book that deserves to pay, you know, $20. The art is amazing. The break, that's the, the the story is so great, but also just again the way he weaves in so much other uh, images and 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 documents into it. It it feels like it it needs to cost that much. It feels mm-hmm. like it deserves yeah that it much. It deserves the price tag. Oh, hundred percent agree. And that was really nice for us to be able to have that conversation with Nick about that and us being in the comic retail arena because it makes sense that for us we want. The books we recommend are books that we've taken the time to enjoy and savor and dissect. And when we recommend something to someone, 
or we recommend something to our friends, we're putting our names behind it. And as retailers, that's very important because we're selling you on a product that we believe in and not just because we can make money off it. Exactly. So I feel like, um, so is it going to be just two volumes or is it going to go longer? Do we know? It feels like it's going to go longer because if we're just going on eight issues total, you, you have so many questions. I finished six. That's what's out right now. Seven is due this next month, I believe at the end of the month. And I have so many questions because of what's happened in just these two issues. And it is it's so good, you guys. It's so good. I'm and I'm totally fine with it with it going on for a while. Uh, with the the uh, rumor now being confirmed that East of West will wrap in the next year, um, it is nice to know that we still have a fantastic Hickman product oh, to yeah. carry us on through that. Just with his amazing, beautiful, thoughtful uh, writing style, it just makes you think so much more about things. Even though it's it is you know complete fiction, you know even yeah. though w- there there aren't you know, a warlock like characters controlling the financial district, just like there aren't uh Catholic priests going back in time to change the Roman Empire like in Pax Romana, just like there aren't, you know, uh re- like rebellious cells of former news reporters going on killing sprees of other reporters to change the way the media goes. But his stories still ring so true in our world as far as the issues go, as far as finances, news, religion, like the way he handles these big topics is just so well done. It's so deftly done. And it just makes you think, but it entertains the heck out of you. Like you you don't have to pause and sit there and be like, Oh, I have to think about that. You could just keep going through it, but it just makes you that much more intrigued, but also that much more uh, aware of, of the issues that he's trying to tell you about. It's just, ah, See, look, we're just getting all guttural noises read now it. because it's fantastic. Just read um, the freaking book. Well, backtracking to that that quote you had about um, from Victor, so from the Victor. Russian, from Victor, um, the for yes, the Russian, yes. it's the Russian. Well, it's the Russian House of Economies, the one you you started with, the one you're paying for, and the one for profit. profit. Um, it originally started out: we are born, we pay in blood, we become, and so translating that to turning into actual money is pretty dang interesting. That that particular section also, when he's talking, he tells you, your first million that you make is going to be your blood, sweat, and tears. And he said, you're going to work for it 100%. He goes, the next million you make after that, and this is Victor talking to a group of college students um, or brokers. Is, are they brokers or bankers? Yes. They're students. They're out of college. Um, he tells them the next million will be on the backs of, and he says slaves, and you're like, what? Because you've literally just been dropping here, and you're like, okay, slaves. What are we talking about? And then you realize it's on the backs of other people that you'll make your wealth. So the first part you earn by doing it yourself, and the next part it's on everybody else's back. And it was just like, oh, you sacrifice others to get where you're going. So dang good. <sighs> so uh, obviously. This is one of those books that we would highly recommend. This is the book that uh, we're not going to... It is a mature topic. Oh, 100%. It is It is violent. There is blood. There is like reference blood and real blood and... Uh, hinted, Naked bodies. Hinted at n- nudity and sexuality. So obviously you shouldn't be showing this to your kids. Get them Squirrel no. Girl. Or Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur and honor, honor uh, Jack the King Kirby. Jack the King Kirby. But we uh, highly recommend this book. Um, Curtis, like I said, Curtis recommended this, and it is a fantastic option. We are really glad that he did. 
Um, it is. It gets two thumbs up from all the Crusaders. You should definitely check out uh, the Black Monday Murders from Jonathan Hickman. Volume one is currently out. Like Amy said, volume uh, volume two is in issue six. So that's two issues in. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have a third issue up coming up here. Um, it's a. I mean, it takes a while to put it out, but it's because it is a detailed, it's a, beast. It's a detailed book. Jonathan Hickman and his team put so much work into it. We really appreciate it. So get the Black Monday Murders. Keep your eyes peeled for more reviews from the Capeless Crusaders. We're going to be reviewing more books. We're going to be going more in-depth about what you should be reading. Uh, you can find all of that at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is our website. That is for your home for anything comic book, podcast-related, allegedly. You can find our reviews, our written reviews, our video reviews, our Twitch stream, so on and so forth. So for the Capeless Crusaders... Uh, my name is David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. To my left, my in-person co-host for the evening. Yay for me! This is Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot on all of the stuffs and the things. And then the guy in the box. In the box. Man in the box. S- setting up time to help David Barry learn how to say Salwen. Uh oh. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Sam, Sam Hain. Sam Hain? Sam, Sam Hain. No, 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 that's, no, that's Sam, not it. Sam Highs Gamgee. Is this where he's he's feeling a little closer to the Mad Piper because yeah. this is the media's? Yeah. It's pronunciation, so it's, it doesn't, it's not Sam Hain. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, for the Capeless Crusaders, Good night. Good night. Sawin. So